Let's keep going. <laughs> we could record the second episode. <laughs> I'm so not even kidding. Episode. Five minutes later, we decided. I'm not even going. kidding. Dude, great. Oh, no. No. Ah! I don't know when, but it's dead at some point. All right, brother. Here goes nothing. Welcome to the blank show. The nameless podcast. The nameless pod. Um, yeah, we're on the nameless podcast, and we're gonna tell you a little bit about the plan. Which, yeah, we which don't we don't know fully quite know yet. But we have an idea of what yeah. we're trying to do. We're gonna tell you about what we're gonna cover. We're gonna tell you about what we learn along the way because we are figuring it out as well. Um, we're gonna tell you what works, what doesn't work. And we're going to talk about watches, most importantly. And we're going to touch on some business as well and try to tie the two together. Watches, business, pitfalls of trying to figure out how to start a podcast. Right. And Which coincides success. with business. Which coincides with business. There you go. Because it is business, ideally. If it becomes that would a be business, the, that, would be the end that would be the perfect yeah. case scenario. That As of now, we are losing. We're in the red. Yeah. But that's Very okay. Red. Yeah. Because I mean, it's fun. The whole idea is there's a lot of successful podcasts out there. There's a lot of people that are doing it. Right. Why could we not start a podcast about something that we're passionate about? Exactly. And why could we not do it from ground zero with zero experience at all? Right. And show everyone the entire process. Because I think that would be really cool to look back on a exactly. year from now. And that's the plan. Yeah. So what you can expect would be, if you're into watches, great podcast, because there's not many podcasts out there, right. if any, in our opinion, that are doing a consistent podcast that is most importantly our forefront, not douchey and not, what would be the best word? Exclusive? Like Exclusive, it's like, yeah. It's more like more all inclusive. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel <clears throat> the industry as a whole, from our experience and a little background on us, is obviously we're relatively young and we're new ish to the watch world. And what we've discovered is that there are douchey versions of the business. Yep. And there are very awesome versions of the business where it's a conversation starter and you talk to someone and everyone's very humble about it. Right. Like, hey, man, nice watch. And it's a great conversation yeah. most of the time. So we're trying to steer that way to the, to the make it, what, what, what was our slogan? Normalize, Norm, what was it? Normalize talking about watches. Normalize talking about watches. Yeah. Normalize talking about Put watches. Put that right that is, here. Ooh, I have, I'm seeing a cool graphic. You're yes. going to do a cool graphic. <laughs> Normalize okay. talking about watches will be our... Unofficial, official. I'm gonna get it. We should get shirts made. Yeah, we could get we shirts made. Normalize talking about watches. Tell Boom. us if you would buy a shirt. Would you buy a shirt? Okay, All so one person that's gonna listen to this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> probably gonna be our mothers. No one knows who who we are yet. Also, no. uh, I'm Joe. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Joe, no. um, and tell us what watch you're wearing. Um, oh yeah, because without being a without douche. being a complete douche, because yeah. we've learned. We side are... note that you can be cool about it, and you can also be not cool about it and we're going to be cool yeah, about it we are Go going ahead. to be cool about it and we are still learning a lot so we don't know anything about serial numbers really but this is an 116710 as he um, as he says the serial number. one of no, the, the reference number it could be the only reference number that i know okay that's fine of Rolex. if you know the watches that you um, have i'm cool with that yeah it is uh, the all black gmt i don't know if it shows up we're gonna get we'll we'll put a camera here we will put Ooh, a nice. I like. To, I like. I want to put it here. Photo. Okay, we can put it there too. We we'll put a nice cool, photo square. of the watch that Joe is wearing, specifically, not just yeah. a stock photo. This Side watch. Note, we will be taking photos of these watches. Yeah. Zoom in. Great watch. Um, when did you get it? I got it a couple months ago. I bought a. So I bought the Wimbledon. Yeah. Tell um, us the backstory of how yeah, you got that watch because so it's got, interesting. I impulse purchased a forty-one millimeter. Um, date just Wimbledon. Great watch. Great watch. Um, it's he's wearing, he's wearing a thirty six with a smooth bezel. Different the one watch, that I bought. Similar watch was bigger, so forty one, and it had a fluted bezel and it had a jubilee bracelet. And 
I didn't feel comfortable wearing it. I don't know. It was, it's not that I felt really uncomfortable. Maybe that's not the right word, but it was weird. It was very shiny all the time. Mm -hmm. There's a lot going on with the Jubilee bracelet Mm -hmm. and the fluted bezel. Mm -hmm. Um, I think uncomfortable is actually not a bad word. Yeah. Because it should be, it's something you're going to wear and you should be comfortable wearing it, especially in the industry that you're in or the right the crowd no, that you're always yeah. with and that watch it, there was nothing f- understated about it at all no right it was just exactly. like oh dude like what watch is that it almost looks like it has diamonds on it it did bold it, statement it did. yeah but if you know you know if you've seen yeah. that watch in person or any fluted bezel jubilee right. watch it does the light hits it in a way that it does look extremely flashy i, I guess yeah and it's it's crazy because it's not, it's it's expensive. Don't get me wrong. Well, let's also just put right. a little. Let's make a note about that. Every all watches are pretty expensive, but right. that doesn't make them cool. So let's start there. Yes, that That's watch is true. considered maybe bold statement. The most desirable. It's yeah. It's, it's the it's the most yeah. I would say yeah. that. I agree. That's what I think. To I say. wore it four times. Yeah. And then you, and then, all right, so keep going. And I, you wore it four times, then what? Yeah, I wore it to my brother's graduation. Um, yeah. And then I was like, all right, I, I fully made up my mind. I was like, all right, I don't want this watch. I'm never going to wear it. This is a waste. It's a cool collector's item. Mm-hmm. And I started looking into other watches that would also be a cool collector's item that I could wear all the time, that I would want to wear all the time. And I barely have taken this off since I got it. And... It is also a collector's item because it is discontinued, all black GMT. Um, it's got the green hand on it, which is very understated. If you know, I, I you know. saw it a few. I've seen it a few times on people's wrists, and every time I saw it before I had it, I it caught my eye, and I was like, "Ah, that is a really, really sick watch because it looks like a sub. Yep, it wears thinner than a sub. It, it is obviously a GMT, so it's got a lot of really fun." You, know, you have three different time zones all at once. Yeah, from a utility um, standpoint, it's yeah. actually. And if you know, we're not you, diving, right? If you know, so, you know. So if you know, you know. Um, I think is my favorite thing about that. It's sick. I love the twenty-four hour bezel. I love the GMTs. I, potentially my favorite model of Rolex. I agree. Just the sporty classiness of it. The polished um, bracelet uh, in the middle. I'm happy to mention that. Super sick. I'm gonna put right? up a picture here. Well, of, maybe we can get the light to like. Well, flash on it yeah I definitely i can see it from this angle so yeah. hopefully the camera's picking up but i'm gonna put up a picture of a sub next to the gmt right. so that you can see in my opinion and i will try to capture this with yeah. either photos or i'll try to find good pictures online the difference between a polished mm-hmm. center link oyster bracelet and yeah. a brushed which is what you'll find on the subs is it might not feel or look like that much, but when you see it in person, that is what makes, I think, that watch sick. And I yeah. think it's what, if you see it from a distance, you're like, oh, the dude's wearing a sub. Yep. Another controversial statement, maybe the most com- maybe the most common, if not, I think that might be data-backed, most common Rolex that there is. Has to be. Has most to people be. would think that that's what that is, and Agreed. it's not, yeah. which I think is what makes it cool because yeah. it's not, not everyone will be able to know. Yeah, and of like my collection, I think that... Well, I've got a couple watches that will never exist again, but right. you know, this is you know, the only um, really like fine piece of jewelry that I have that yeah. is a fine watch that's not going to be made again. And I know you already touched on it, but the GMT function you can actually it use. Works. Yeah, when I went, to, I just went to Oregon. When yeah. I when I, oh, I just went to Oregon, I didn't change anything. There you go. Yeah, I just set the the GMT back three hours. Yeah, and I mean, not that watches are, not that they're designed, I mean, at one point they were designed to be a utility watch, right? Yeah. The sub was designed for divers to track their time. Mm-hmm. I don't think, and this, I don't know if this is right or not, but I would imagine that like 90% of people don't use that function for diving. Yeah. They use it for literally random timers or they never touch it at all. That watch you can actually use, which is actually... Pretty sick. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's functionality to it. Also, talk about the fact that just a slight like touch on the investment side of watches, the Wimbledon allowed mm. you to... You bought the Wimbledon. Bought the just Wimbledon. talk about that process financially. 
Bought it from an authorized dealer. Bought it from an AD. Mm-hmm. Talked to the AD and I said, hey, I don't love this watch, but there's another watch, this watch, that I was like, okay, I think I love this watch. And obviously, you don't really know until you put it on and wear it, but... Um, they didn't have it. They didn't have it. So you, you knew yeah. from photos and bits and pieces of seeing it yep. in real life. Yeah, okay. so I was like, hey, I think I'd like to try and figure out how to work a trade. And the guy at the AD, um, he worked the trade for me. I said, hey, I want an 116710, all black. Um, like new? Like new, You're if not like, new. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he got, he got me pretty it's much looks, unworn. It's like yeah. There's yeah, not even much scratches unworn. on the I traded class. in the Wimbledon. I had to pay a, a little bit extra on top. Um, but... But it, I mean, I got all of my money out of the Wimbledon. You got all your money back. All of it. Which is sick. Yeah. And disclosure. Yeah. You can't do that with most assets. You can't do that with most assets, but the disclosure would be that not all watches, you shouldn't look at them as investments because you have to sell it. Yes. I guess technically, I don't know the actual definition of an investment, but I think that you would have to sell it for it to become an investment. So don't think about that when you're buying it. Like, oh, it's an investment, but it's good I to s- know. I see them as a store of value. Yeah, that's a better way of putting it. Like I you're parking your money in something value. that you can genuinely use. Like, yeah, I wear a watch every single day. Joe wears a watch every single day. Yep. They get scratches. Yeah. That's inevitable. I don't baby them I like around. them. I like the scratches. Yeah, exactly. But what we learned is you can... It, that scratches are easily fixed. They still hold their value regardless. And you enjoyed it, although it was a short and sweet run. Absolutely. You yeah. enjoyed it for, yeah. let's call it four days of wearing it. Yeah. And then you got rid of it and didn't lose any money. No. Technically. And side note, the guy that that took care of this trade, just relative to wearing watches, we know he has a Daytona. This is yeah. crazy. And this is insane. It, to the Daytona track, mm-hmm. and he scra- scraped it on the ground and scratched up his Daytona on the Daytona track. So there's a massive gash and in his gash, Daytona that's from insane. Daytona. And he said he'll do it again. <laughs> and he said like, he'll, he'll, do it he'll again. go back and do another scratch. Yeah, 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 and which be is like, crazy. Basically, for the story of this, and obviously, this is he's never going to sell it, so it doesn't matter. Right. Still, wild play. I think he said he got offered like a bunch of money. Because of that story and, and of this massive scratch that's on his Daytona. That is the beauty of watches. Yeah. In a nutshell. Yeah. Is that most of the time, well, I don't know about most of the time, a lot of times there's a good story behind a watch, which we'll get into in future episodes mm-hmm. as we go through our personal collections that you'll see that some of the watches are not the highest um, price point. But, oh, my, my favorite watch is probably yeah, the but they can become yeah. the the favorite watch for alternative reasons, being the story behind it. So, agreed. A little bit of a crazy play to scratch. Yeah, your watch. Absolutely but insane. Now he can look at it when he's back in where we are, Charleston, South Carolina, by the way, and know that that big gash is from an actual race where, if you don't know, they give the winner of that race a Daytona, and it's sponsored it's literally called the daytona yeah. whatever daytona 500. 500 yeah for the record though i do think he is a psychopath yeah that's that's that's, that's a wild that's crazy yeah i, I like support. it i, I matt, respect it i respect it matt play. but like <laughs> i think you're wild dude also i'll try to get a picture of, of the scratch matt? i think i'll be able to get it and we'll put it right here why do you get all the graphics well, they could be technically on your side because I just have to think like, oh, we'll put the graphic here. Just put you, you point wherever, yeah. and I'll put it there. Bing. See, <laughs> it'd be perfect. Um, okay, so now that we touched on that, um, dude, I'll you intro, are wearing. I'll intro myself. A sick watch. Yeah, and that was your first watch. Yeah, I'm gonna move this little guy because he, I think he's glistening in the. Light. We need a name. We'll, we'll talk about him in a second. Yeah, yeah we briefly. Need a name for him. A little short backstory. This little guy, he's nameless. Is nameless. He's a little French bulldog with sunglasses and a cigar. And I ordered something completely different to hold <laughs> my watch while I'm working because it's uncomfortable to type on a laptop. And, and it scratches up the. Bottom. It scratches up the clasp. Yeah. And obviously, we talked about it. it's not a huge deal. But if you can avoid scratches, you might as well. And I'm always on a computer, so I ordered something. They sent me this one instead, which is a little French bulldog that you, holds your watch. Do you remember what you, what you ordered? 
What? Do you remember what it was? I, to be? Yeah, I, it was like completely different. I ordered. Close. I ordered a little um, butler. Yeah. Which, bing, it's a little butler <laughs> that's supposed From Amazon. to. Yeah, it looks it's the same idea as this, but it's a little butler, and he's supposed to hold your watch. I thought that one was funny. This is not it. This is also funny. Long story short, we need a name for this guy, so we're gonna poll the audience for yeah, the name. We're gonna poll our five viewers. Yes. And as of right now, we're leaning toward Buster. First of all, we started the show with one viewer, maybe two. Now we're up to five. Now we're at five, <laughs> apparently. So I'm pumped. Ten. I hope ten by the time this thing is. We all said that we're going to talk about the growth of our podcast. Yeah. In real time, you're seeing that we've Rapid gained. Growth. I don't know the percentage, but we've gained three viewers. Um, three hundred percent growth. I'm Nick. I am wearing. I'll take it off so I can see it. My favorite watch for one reason. That is my first. This is probably. I will call this my unofficial official first watch yeah and i say that because i've had other watches that i would consider what's the best word shitty yeah that's a good word and i mean that in the (laughs) i mean that in the best way of like they were just bad watches like poorly made not good no good story no good brand name behind they were just what like like if you were to go into sorry nordstrom rack or is it where else can you know what I'm talking about? They're not gonna be sponsoring us. Yeah. Well, Nordstrom Rack off the list. <laughs> off the list of potential sponsors. You know what I'm talking about though. Like I do. the watches that look like Yeah. They basically you take go, the you best. You can go buy a, a Daytona with a presidential bracelet. Exactly. <laughs> they, they take the, the most popular features of like big name brands, yeah. they mold them into one. I I won't put one on we won't put one on the screen because we're not gonna just yeah. trash somebody. Yeah, we're gonna get blasted by Nordstrom Rack lovers. Yeah. But you know, if you know, you know that they're crappy watches. I used to own a couple of those. I bought this watch in 2020 or 2021, hmm. which is interesting. Um, as a little milestone for my business's growing business at the time, growing. And it is interesting because I did not know much about watches. Um, I knew a little bit. I knew that Rolex was nice, obviously, but I didn't know like about the individual watches. And I went into our local AD, big shout out, because they are who we get all of our watches from, Dimitri Jewelers. And at this time, I think it was, I guess, I think it was May of 2021. They didn't have, it, were, it was like just the start of when yep. watches were not in like the case anymore which is crazy to think about because they were telling us as we became closer with these people that there used to be a time where you could walk in and there was like cases full of brand new Rolexes that you could buy, which if you know, if you're shopping, yeah, we've never seen that ever. I don't believe we'll ever see again. No, I I don't, I don't think so either. And I think, and before that I've never even been to, I don't think I've ever been to a, a, I don't know, like a Rolex deal, like an AD. I've, I've never I've seen that in, in person. I've gone in them before. You I have, I believe, yeah, yeah. But I don't know I've, if I really paid that much attention. Right. Well, yeah. So same, same boat with me. If yeah. I've been, I would have never known. I've never yeah. seen. I've never walked in to see a case full of watches. I say that because I walked in and I wanted a specific watch. I was doing some research, very light research, and I wanted the um, green oyster perpetual. Op. Yeah. Which it turned out to be a sick watch. And at the time, yeah. the reason I wanted it was because I went on the website and it was one of the lesser cost. 5600 bucks, Something like that. Yeah. It was green, which my research was like, any Rolex with green in it is cool because it's their brand color and it's like mm-hmm. just a good watch and it's unique. And I also liked the way it looked in general. So I went in, I'm like an idiot. And I'm like, hey, do you have any Oyster Perpetuals with the green <laughs> dial? And they're like, ha, ah, no. <laughs> you idiot. Um, but they had this in the case, and it was the only watch available at the time that was men's. There was a couple ladies like date just, but tried it on and it was sick. And I realized it has green. I'll put a little picture up here. There's a subtle, subtle green in the dial around the Romans. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I was like, like a oh, green wow. highlight. Yeah. So I'm like, cool, sick. I'm getting what I was interested in in the other watch yeah. a little bit. Obviously not as intense. Um, it was my first one. So, is that your phone? Yeah. Um, Maybe do not disturb. That's all right. Yeah. Is it important? No. Okay. No. 
Um, <laughs> it was my first big boy purchase, let's call it. So this watch will never leave my collection, personally. Um, and also 36 mil, don't sleep on it. No. I think no, it's No, we were sick. talking about that before we started anything. But yeah. Like, I have another size. 36 millimeter that I really like that we'll talk about at some point. But most people would say that this is a... Um, what's the word I'm looking Too for? Too small? No, well, some people would say that. I'm looking for the word that it's like, it could be a women's watch, but what's yeah. the word? It's unisex. Unisex. Yeah. I some people... I, I would argue that all watches are unisex. Agreed. I think there's nothing more attractive than a girl wearing a big say men's it. watch. I was going to say, it. keep your eyes peeled. Yeah. If you're into watches, look around at like celebrity women... Yeah. And tell me how many Daytonas you see. Yes. Because that is a common, common watch for a baller woman to wear. Yes. And it looks sick. Yeah. Because if it's they sized. Wear, they wear like, they'll wear a 36, you know, well, yeah. And I think this watch wear, is unisex, personally. And I it let. It definitely is. I let. I, I my girlfriend truly sister believe wear it most watches are unisex. Agreed. I don't think. Uh, I think there's some that maybe look manlier, let's call it. I would it. argue that I think there's. On the women's side, way more watches that it's just like, okay, that's probably just for a female audience. Agreed. Men's watches, I truly feel there's not they, like any. they're pretty unisex across yeah. the board. That's a good point. Now that I think about it. Yeah. Because the women's Rolex, if we're just talking, let's, let's talk about Rolex because most people know most about Rolex, I think. they The women's watches have like legitimate flowers on them and like yeah. there's some with i would with, wear a watch with flowers on it. you would yeah i don't think you would i don't think i would <laughs> <laughs> but they have i mean and not to say diamonds are forever feminine <laughs> diamonds are forever <laughs> I, diamonds are forever no but not to say diamonds are feminine because there's plenty of men's watches that are like yeah. have tasteful diamonds it's not my style but i've seen it done well yeah most of those women's watches that have like diamonds on them, I think, to your point, are very feminine, mm. and and they're small. Like there are there are like, like Hannah's watch is a twenty. Got to be like a twenty-two. Something, 26. yeah. It's small. It's a very small date just and like yeah. a man, a, a man probably it just wouldn't even fit on your wrist. Like it right. wouldn't look correct. But you know, there's some people that wear smaller watches like that. Like, and we're we're getting on a rabbit hole, but like Cartier. Yeah. Like men's Cartier, I yep. think is you know they've got some really small models that look really good. I'm gonna check if this camera's still recording. Which one? This one. Yeah, check. See if it's still alive. Is it still alive? It is, but I'm gonna pause it and start over. So just freeze for a second. Ah. Be good. All right, I'm gonna check if this camera's still recording. Can I unfreeze? Yeah. We're <laughs> figuring this, this out as we out. go. And uh, if I edit it correctly, they may seamless? never know that happened. No, I want them to know that happened. Okay, we'll put it in there. Then. Yeah. Keep it in. We're not, I don't know if we should cut anything. No, we don't have to cut it. Yeah, we'll just keep it all raw. Yeah. Um, it would be easier for us. It will be way easier. This could be, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, all right, long story short, one of my favorite watches. It's baller. He's wearing one of his favorite watches. One of my favorite watches. We will go into our collections and why we have all the other ones that we like as well. Yeah. Um, and the and reason some that we them. share. Yes. Which Interesting is, point, which we'll talk about. Yeah. We could, well, this episode yeah. we'll try to wrap up soon. So we'll talk about it in yeah. the next episode. But we together do something that I would consider uncommon. Yes. Right? To say the least. Yeah. yeah I would say uncommon. <laughs> which is. We split watches. We split watches. Like down the middle. Down the middle. 50-50, we find one that we both have a similar interest in. Well, the first one we walked into, Dimitri. Okay, cool story. Tell the story. Because <laughs> this, this is very in line with how I got this watch Yeah. and how just the watch industry is as a whole. This yeah. story kind of – this is a good, uh, good example of like how the industry looks – with a real life experience. Yeah. Well, we walked story. into Dimitri one day just on a whim. Which we go in there we go quite in often. There a lot. Just to see what's and up. And this was the only time that I've ever seen a watch in the case. Mm -hmm. um, unless it was a women's model. Yep. Me and too. Other than this watch, this yeah. was the only time I've ever walked in. Uh, maybe one or two other times. I saw that yeah. white 
faced HS, which we should have bought. Yeah, we should have bought. Which you didn't buy. In the case for sale. Go ahead. Yeah. And there was a watch in the case. They've got the exhibition models. When you walk in, like if you can envision, uh, we can't show a picture of Dimitri. I could do that. We could? Yeah. Okay, so Just put, you, put it somewhere. There. There you go. Okay. <laughs> so you walk into Dimitri and on the left, you have your exhibition models where I think the watches all used to be mm-hmm. in the case. And on the right, there's a one singular case. And that is where your eyes should always go when you walk in to First Dimitri Jewelers, who is going to sponsor us at some point. Yeah. So we are just firing them up right now. Yes. Um, they are awesome. And when we walked in, I saw the watch in the case. Mm-hmm. We were kind of hesitant. We saw our guy, Andrew. We're like, hey, is that for sale? And he said, yep. And, and, and also, said, side note, the exhibition models have that little green plaque. A little green plaque that says exit for exhibition only. This one didn't And we're have like that. squinting. We're like, yeah, like I don't we're trying see to the, see if it's in I the case. I don't see it. Because yeah. they tuck it away. Not that they tuck it away intentionally, but it's it's a really tiny picture like what's on someone's desk that says their name is that, but Teen literally this big. The tiniest thing. So ever. we didn't see that, which yeah. is, which is which when your eyes like, oh. yeah. go ahead. It was a beautiful watch. It still is a beautiful watch. A date just, boom. This is a real picture of it, not a stock photo. I will take a photo of the specific watch we have. Okay. He's good at taking pictures. Yeah, we'll take pics. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a Jubilee bracelet, right? The Azuro Blue dial is what it's called, I believe, a 41 of the Roman numerals. Uh, and it is beautiful. A smooth I mean, bezel. It, a smooth bezel. So doesn't, and, and which, to Joe's earlier point, I... A what? massive difference. It's awesome. It's such a contrast. Just the like smooth this. Smooth bezel. Now people. It's a smaller watch. Hate but. people don't like the 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 smooth bezel because Mm-mm. and smooth bezels are always cheaper because it is not a fine metal. Yes, the bezel fluted, is fluted. White is gold. White gold. Mm-hmm. And the smooth bezel is what titanium? stainless. Stainless steel. It's just stainless. Stainless. And the white and gold adds. A fluted yeah, bezel adds like eight hundred or yeah. I could be they're always more expensive. That. It could they're, add like a thousand dollars. Different to the material. Price point. Um, yeah. I, one of my, I would call him a good friend, maybe even somewhat of a mentor, um, Tim. Mm-hmm. He hates smooth bezels because he says they dent and scratch too easily. I've, I've never really had. I don't, I don't know that I hit the that top many of my issues. Um, I don't think I hit this part. Yeah. I, I more never, often than not, I've never I'm really hitting, had any issues. Yeah, I'm inside. I also like that. Like if I have a dent on my watch, I'm like, oh, I hope I remember where I got the dent from. Right, and it um, makes it yours. So, anyway, we get in there. He pulls the watch out of the case. I knew we were fucked from the beginning. <laughs> oh, also, fun fact: yeah. I didn't really want it necessarily <laughs> right out of the gates. Keep going. I, I liked did. it. It was sick, but I wasn't like in love with it. I wanted it as soon as I saw it, and. Which was looking back, I'm glad. Because <laughs> someone like, would have bought it that day. I looked no at joke. him. Yeah, I looked at Nick and I was like, oh, we're getting that. Yeah. I was like, well, I was like, I'm going to get that. And then I'm going to talk you into getting this with me. Was then, this the first watch that we split? This is the first watch we split. Okay. So yeah. I'll jump in as well. We had talked about splitting yeah. watches before due to the fact that one, they're expensive, but two, we live close to each other. We both have other watches to wear. So it wouldn't be weird if, if you, if basically if Joe had it for a week, I wouldn't be naked with no watch. So it seemed like a good idea. And And we have a well-guarded facility in in North Hanahan. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly where it is. North (laughs) Hanahan. Um, So yeah, go ahead. This was the first watch we split. So this was why it was interesting. Keep going. Yeah. So I bought the watch. And I said, hey, we're getting this. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to talk you into this. We walked out that day with the watch. Yep. The sun hits the dial. Mm-hmm. And I think you sent me so a Venmo. It was like. I think you sent so me a Venmo like right then. It is one of, and this is not, this is biased because we see it a lot, but it, but it is the most, what's the best way to put this? It's beautiful. It's beautiful, but it. What I was gonna say is, it's the most commentated or it's commented on is the best way to put it. Mm-hmm. Watch that I have. Yeah, it's not the most expensive. It's not the no. most popular. It was like eighty eight hundred bucks. Yeah, which which is a lot. That's a lot of money. money. We know, but in the watch it, world, that's very affordable for a for a, watch. for a hell of a watch. Yeah. but it's the most commented on watch that I yeah. that I wear. Most people are like, that watch is beautiful. Mm-hmm. What is that? Like they. It great with a suit, but you yes. can wear it with a t-shirt as I well. I wear it with a blue suit. And I suit think that's because wedding. of the bezel. 
Mm-hmm. I think if the bezel's fluted, you only wear it in like a formal or dressy scenario. Agreed. When the bezel is smooth, you can do anything you want to with it. Wear the t-shirt, I mean, which I'm, I do. I'm really slinging awesome. smooth bezels here, but yeah, I just think it's a nice combo. Jubilee with a smooth bezel. Agreed. Boom. Nick's got it on his wrist. And Oyster with a fluted bezel. Great watch. Also good. Also good. I think, and, and it's weird because Jubilee with the white gold fluted yeah. is the most expensive, Yeah. but it's my least favorite it's just so much going on so price to that point price yeah. does not dictate we're saving anything. you money here we're saving you about 800 bucks yeah maybe more in some scenarios yeah. i don't know what i know that if if you were to go on which we can do this as well we'll put the rolex website right here boom rolex website the i guess the date that let's call it the least expensive date just is priced at hmm. and the most expensive is priced at and the only yep. difference is the bracelet and the bezel, which obviously are important, and that's a lot of that's a lot yep. of the watch, but it's a big price gap for something that I it just is. don't think is that great. I have a side thought here. Okay. And then I want to I want to I want to talk about Johnny or Buster Buster or Bingo or I'll whatever his name is. That. Yeah. We need help naming him. Yeah. Um, side thought: We are going to have. A massive amount of editing if we keep doing bing, 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 bing. That's easy though. These. I can do that. Like that? Like pretty that quick. Fast? Yeah. Okay. I'm just thinking. Like side, side out. I'm a thought. photographer by trade. Yes. And videographer by trade is the business that I have. Very baller at Little it. Little backstory back to that. So I'm, we're going to try to make this. Shout out Candid Media. <laughs> Shout out Candid Media. My first business that failed, but it failed in the, all the great ways. Which, however you want to take that. <laughs> I learned so much that it has led me to where I am. But Shout yeah. out McKinley Leather. Yes, and Joe's family leather business made <laughs> that. His yeah. mom made that pillow, which is cool. Um, but no, what I was going to say is the goal of this podcast is not only to do something that we think we're going to enjoy, which I'm yeah. enjoying. I'm. This is a great idea. Right. Thus far. But I want to make the production value pretty sick so yes. that for the viewers, it's fun to watch and it's not... I also because I think a lot of yeah. them suck. Yeah, I agree. I also want to show from the very beginning that it's very obvious. You can feel this. Right. We have no clue what the fuck we're doing. Right. And but we're gonna figure it out in a year. Hopefully, we can look back and all say like, "Look at where we are now." We right. have fifty people listening. Right. <laughs> or five thousand or ten thousand. I would love to have a hundred thousand people listening. Yeah. And I want you guys to be able to follow along with us and learn how to start a podcast. Learn yes. how to you know, get branding deals and sponsorships to help pay for the podcast because we're gonna yeah, this we're gonna is try that expensive oh. to set up. It is very and expensive to set up and I'll, we'll, a really big hurdle. For what we can do people. too is we could do a whole episode. Or many. Or well, I'm just saying on we'll do many. So yeah. one, we'll do episodes on updates where this specific podcast is. Yeah. Two, we'll do updates on or not an updates, but we'll do a video specifically on just the cost behind this one yep. just starting and doing this one episode. Yeah. Because it is not cheap. No. So to do it the way that we want to do it. Yep. There are cheap ways to do it, which you've we've seen, and yep. I refuse to do them that way. Go just because the industry that I'm in. Um, I don't want to do the cheap ones, but we'll talk about how much it costs. And like, if people want to start one, we're yeah. going to be a great resource because we literally did it with, I would say, I would say I had 5% knowledge, a hundred percent being an expert on podcasting. I think I had 5% knowledge because I've been on one podcast before. Yeah. So I've seen how it works. So you're more well versed than the average person. I'm more well, but still no yes. clue. Exactly. I'm more well versed yeah. than someone who has never done it before. Yeah. But I'm one. Let's call it one notch above yeah. that. Like we've learned very many things already. Like In you today, cannot touch this thing. Yeah. Right here. You can touch see it and show them why. Yep. Yeah. You hear that? Can't do that. You cannot hear this. In the normal world, you can't hear that. Yeah. Like I am just. Lightly touching it's this pin thing. drop quiet in and here. it is going nuts, but I mean, you can hear audio it. wise, you guys hear it, and I bet that can be fixed. But if we, if we know <laughs> yeah, how to I do don't it. know how right now, <laughs> so we'll figure it out. We'll figure that out. Uh, we'll also figure out a name for the pod, name for the podcast. Which, as of right now, it's normalized talking about watches, yeah. we have no clue what we're doing. Question mark. 
honestly, I don't know, and maybe we'll do some research. I don't know what a length, if there's a length requirement. Because, like, normalized talking about watches is clearly a sentence. Yes. But it's not a bad name. I mean, I kind of like I it. I kind of like we it. We could have merch. We could have merch. Normalized talking about watches. We could have merch. Um, I Maybe we'll, I'll just, we can just green light the merch yeah. just for us, just, just for the time being. Yeah. What, um, go ahead. What watches is Johnny holding? Okay. Buster. Or I think I'm going to let you talk about this. Bingo? Oh. Buster. Buster. So that. I don't know if the camera's going to focus <sighs> in on this. Let's do the thing. Boom. Here, yeah. I'm going to put it back on Buster. Put it back on Buster. That is a Speedmaster 38. Um, it's sick. I saw the watch online one day, randomly, and I was like, oh, that's sick. I went into Dimitri, and I where said, were hey. We, where were we looking, though? I was on. Were you uh, on Omega's Ant- website? I was on um, Anthony Ferrar's website. Okay. Oh, and, right, right. Yeah. And so then I went into Dimitri and I said, hey, is this a good price for this watch? And they said, hey, we can get, I'll, maybe we could talk more about really what the full conversation was there right. another time. But um, Matt was like, yeah, I can, you know, I can get you that watch. And then Andrew says, dude, you can get it brand new. Let me just order it for you from Omega. They, they are an authorized, They're an authorized Omega, Omega dealer, dealer yeah. also. And so he ordered it for me from Omega. Um, I waited. How long was that? Like a a year? long time. It was like a year. And it was supposed to be, and this is not at fault of Dimitri, so no, let's just no, disclose no, just that. A, yeah, it was just It was supposed to be a thing. quicker deal. Yeah, and it that's, was, and like it was this is a relatively, thing. how much was this watch? If you don't mind sharing with the world. 40, 5,100 bucks. 5,100 bucks. Okay, so 5,100 bucks is is less than. Yeah. than it's it, sick too. It's the closest thing you're going to get to like a, like a, like the Platinum Daytona. Yes, which, um, or the Platinum, or yeah, the Platinum Daytona, which is. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's my favorite watch. Yeah. Boom. Sick watch. Yeah. Extremely expensive. Yeah, it is. Almost impossible to get unless you want to pay aftermarket. 120 right now, I think. 125. Yeah. If you want to pay like gray market pricing, it's absurdly um, expensive. But it's yeah. sick. And this watch, the it's color. It's ice dial. It's actually called the ice dial. The color of um, this blue. It's got a navy blue or what I don't know what you would call that. Sapphire call, blue. Yeah, I would call it a sapphire blue bezel, but yeah. it's, it's it's also He matches Buster. It matches Buster. Honestly, we, we are really like, sold on the Buster name, huh? Yeah, well, okay. it's just an I, easy I, one. I think it fits, yeah. Maybe he's um, Buster now. Yeah, he could be Buster. So, okay, so sorry, I interrupted. Back to where you're at. You go into them. He was going to buy it off of a potential random They told me not to do it. They said we can get it brand new for you. Mm-hmm. Fine. And so I did that. Waited a really long time for it. Let's call it a year. Call it a year. I think it was around a year. Yeah. Um, kind of lost a little bit of the enamor there, but it's a sick watch. Mm-hmm. But when it came in, I mean, it's it. You talk about men's watches that could be unisex. I don't even know if that's a men's watch to begin with. It. I don't know either. There's a lot of variations of the Speedy. It's so very I don't know. very cool. I love the watch. I love the. It's got a polished center links. I'm gonna put. It's a butterfly clasp. I'm going to put detailed photos up here while Joe's talking yeah. of all of the cool things because the case back, which you can't see, is also sick. It's the Speedmaster. Yeah, it's it's really cool. It I'll, I'll take Speedmaster. photos and we'll put it all yeah. on there. The box has the Speedmaster on it on the button. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the beautiful um, Omega. It does a really great job with their boxes. Boxes are sick. Yeah. Some yeah. of the best boxes mm-hmm. in, in so my experience of watch boxes. Beautiful natural wood. And um, what drew me to the watch was the eye style. Mm-hmm. But it... There's something about the bezel, like the 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 sapphire blue on the outside. There's also some stainless that's mixed in, like this the it's not quite the full bezel. If it was the full bezel, it would be thicker. I think I would like it ten x more. It's interesting, but there's a weird that. edge around it. There is that, a weird edge around it that I think bothers me a touch. It makes the dial feel smaller than it already is. Mm-hmm. It's already a thirty eight. I have decent sized wrists, so like the. 38's a little small anyway. I, I wear smaller watches, but that one, for some reason, when I put it on, I wasn't in love with it. I still liked it. I got it. And then now I am getting rid of it. So this, so yeah, this is our last day. Today is my last day. Not that we split this watch. This with is the, the last Omega. day this watch will be in our presence. Yeah. It's going to a great home. It's going to a great home. And I personally don't want to ever be the person that is not wearing my watches. And I don't wear that watch. And I that was why I got rid of the Wimbledon. Retweet. Because 
while the Wimbledon was a good investment, if you want to say. And a lot of people would say, a lot of sick people, watch. They probably sick look watch, at you like, right. what the hell, dude? You, you, yeah. you got a Wimbledon at retail and you got rid of it? Right. There's a reason. But I didn't wear it. Right. It's collectible. It wasn't wearable for me. Mm-hmm. I like both. This is collectible and wearable. And I love it for that. I was just... You literally just took the words out of my mouth. You said something great about you liked it, but you didn't love it. Yeah. And that's so important because these are not cheap. Obviously, no. we mentioned that it's yeah. it's inexpensive in the watch world relative to the pricing. Like we said, this is less than an entry-level Rolex by like a thousand bucks or maybe even mm-hmm. more now that they've raised the prices. Yeah. So if you don't love it and you're not, you don't have endless money... There's no reason for you to continue holding on to it. And the good thing is, for the most part, you get most of your money back. Yeah. And in a lot of scenarios with the right watch, you make money. Mm-hmm. So if you don't love it, don't buy it. But sometimes it takes, which stinks, but sometimes it takes wearing it yeah. out in the world. It does. Which another goal for this podcast, which hopefully we can do, and I think we should be able to do, would be to like test wear some watches that would be so awesome and tell and give our honest feedback so like if you there's other people that do yeah. this hodinky does a nice segment where they i think it's called like a day in the life or a, yeah. a week on the wrist or something right. i forget what they do yeah but bark like, and jack does that oh yeah bark and bark jack, jack does that which is awesome yeah. go check them out because yeah, it's sick it's sick channel adrian barker free plug um but ideally we'd get to do that so that we can share our feedback because what we've learned is that pictures and even mm. just putting it on your wrist for five minutes when you're in the store yep. isn't enough to decide because there's so many things that happen when you're the wearing the watch. The way the sunshine hits the watch, the comments you get, the people you start talking to. I the mean, way everything. it pairs with everything you wear. Outfits is like, yeah. it seems weird, but like you can't wear a certain watch with a t-shirt, but like there's some really nice watches that you can yeah. wear with sweatpants and a t-shirt, Yep, which is cool. Absolutely. And, they, and they're expensive, but like that doesn't mean that you can't wear them, whereas that watch isn't that expensive, but it yeah. almost is too dressy to, to wear as a daily uh, a daily wear, which is what a lot of people, most people will only buy one nice watch, I think. Right. And if you can't wear it daily, and then what that's, the fuck? Right. So wear your watches. Yeah. Or don't wear your watches. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. I mean, everyone has their own thing. Some people do. Tim, which, Tim collects. Yeah. And, some uh, people do just collect. We will get Tim collect. on this podcast. Yes. And I'm going to like ask him to bring in his collection because he has the, the cool one of the coolest collections I've ever seen. Right. Um, Lots of sick watches. We are you know, I'm very closely connected to him. So and hopefully we're really can, interested to get him in here and talk about some watches. I was going to say hopefully we can get him to like tell us hopefully he has stories about He's I'm sure he has stories, stories about a lot. He's uh, got some really cool stories anyway. I think he used to be LL Cool J's bouncer. Okay, so perfect segue into my checklist here of what we're going to talk about. We're also going to try to talk about business on this podcast, mainly because there's no rules, because we make the rules. Correct. And we don't know what the fuck we're doing. And we don't know what we're doing yet. <laughs> but we think, and what we've learned, is that people that are interested in watches mm-hmm. tend to be interested in business in some way, shape, or form. Whether they have their own, whether they are they work for a big business, because normally it takes somewhat of financial success to get into the space of watches it does yeah. not required not required but it's for in most scenarios you need to have some form of financial success to get a nice watch yeah not required you can absolutely save shout out swatch swatch and yeah i was gonna yeah i was gonna even take a bad approach and say you can save up and buy a nice watch you don't have to save up yeah. there's plenty of there's extremely plenty of affordable awesome watches yeah that no one really talks about that it's and if you know you know Swatch. Swatch. We were on yesterday on the website. Awesome. I like citizens. What was the price point of the swatches? Eighty to hundred bucks. It was like eighty four dollars yeah. for like a cool, a very cool, very sick watches. Watch. Yeah. Um. But yeah, what I was saying is basically, we want to talk about business as well, and then and also watches, and try to interview some people that have cool businesses or work at cool businesses. Yeah. And also are interested in watches. So the goal would let's I'll paint you a picture of a perfect guest. Okay. Someone who. Wears a nice watch and has interest. Has interest in business. That way we can talk about both to the same person. That way, if you're a potential audience member and you're into watches, yeah, and that person 
that person would fit, that conversation would fit your interest. And is willing to sponsor us on our journey to starting a podcast. Exactly. Because, because they have a business that they can hopefully pay. Help. We need Thank money. You. And the thing is, we're not going to, we're not going to stop. No. We both make money in other avenues. So this is not right now. Yeah. Which it would be sick if we were, this was a full-time I, job because I'm <laughs> comfy. Yeah. This would be great to do this. all day. Yes. I love my, my job, but. Yeah. Um, we're not going to stop doing this if we're not getting paid. No, but it would. It would the no. goal, one of the goals, will be to get paid. And we're going to show you how to do it. Yes, and we'll we're show you the prove ins and outs. to you that you can do anything you want to do. Yes, and you don't have to see it as a fairy tale. It's not just a dream. Um. Yeah, I think I think that's a good way of putting it. Also, a good segue into potential wrapping it up, but. That's another main goal would be to show you the behind the scenes of two people that are not in this industry at all. No. Yeah. That being watches or podcasts. Right. We'll tell you all the ins and outs of how it goes. I mean, it I, could flop. Perfect goal or perfect world for me. I mean, even if it does flop, like I want you to see us fail. Yeah. Right. But I want you to see everything from the beginning. Yep. Like and this you're seeing is, it. This is episode one. With We're, zero planning. Basically. We have zero planning. We're babbling. Yeah. I love it. This is great. We've done but it. We've done pretty good. We are going to show you either how to build a podcast or just follow along and be like, okay, they failed. Don't do that. Yeah. But then we're going to keep going and we're going to figure it out. It'll work. Like we will figure this out. Yeah, it'll work. And everything works if you yeah, just keep trying. If you don't. Which yeah, like, what is it? Alex Ramosi says, I cannot lose if I do not quit. I cannot go. lose if I do not quit. Great quote. I cannot lose if I do not quit. Facts. And that's what we're going to do. We're gonna Normalize talking about watches. I like it. On my shirt. I think that that, I'm going to, we'll have to check. I think what we'll have to do is do some research and see if, um, if that's too long. Right. Because like if they're basically, I'm picturing like a preview, um, like a YouTube, let's say like this is going to be on YouTube. If you're watching YouTube. it, you're watching it on YouTube. Ideally or, you're watching us on YouTube. If, you see my beautiful mustache. There you go. It's not usually here. It is. So 11th. Yeah. 11 so, days in. Yeah. Um, see if I make it. But no, the goal would be to see if it fits on like a preview. So like if, yeah. if the YouTube, let's say if the little, the title of the episode yeah. is there, I don't want it to say normalize talking about dot, dot, dot. Because it doesn't, you know, it's too long and you right. know, they like abbreviate it. But our first it. YouTube video is going to say, we started a podcast, dot, dot, dot. Oh yeah, clickbait for sure. <laughs> yeah, we'll click, <laughs> we'll, we'll have to clickbait it. That's the Mr. Beast method. Yeah. But I just want to make sure it's not too long because I really do like it and I don't want, Yeah. I don't want to go down the cheesy route that some people take. It ain't easy being cheesy. Exactly. And it's <laughs> easy coming up with that name, so we already came up with it. Um, all right. So. Just be our mantra. Yeah, what? Which one? Normalize talking about watches. Yeah. That's our mantra. We can figure out another name. Okay. Unless our 15 viewers. <laughs> we are growing at a rate that is <laughs> Unless our 15 viewers want that to be our name. And we then if, if you guys want that to be our name, then that's what we'll make our math. name. But it's, you know, we've grown 1,500%. Is that the math? Since, uh, well, from zero to 15 would probably be that. Yeah. All right. I think so. Yeah. All right. I'm not great at math. I'm decent at math. Nine plus 10 is 21. That's all I know. <laughs> On that note, we're going to wrap it up. And you guys have just witnessed the first attempt. As Also, if you're distracted by me looking at the screen, I'm trying to sound engineer yes. this podcast and watching the the... I'll put a, I'm going to screenshot what this looks yeah. like and I'm going to put it here so you can see. I'm trying to just make sure it doesn't stop recording. I, I have the uh, blessing of looking at the mic, but also looking at the audio board. Which yeah, is he's got the soundboard. There. And it's in my eyesight. I have trouble looking at the camera. I'm going to get better at that. It's just kind of, I feel awkward. We, yeah, and we don't have to look at the camera. That's what's good. And we may move I the cameras around. Yeah. I've never thought about what I look like on camera until like now. Yeah, you can't think about it though. Right. I know that I saying like it. It makes you feel weird. Oh yeah. And you're like, oh, there's a camera on me. I have to be different. Right. But don't be different. I know, and my girlfriend says this to me quite often. My eyebrows go up. Oh. 
when I'm talking and on someone's paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a bad way of putting it. <laughs> if it's on camera or like say if I was in front of a group of people, yeah. sometimes my eyebrows go up. That's interesting. Yeah. I'm going to figure out what weird things I do. Yeah. You'll know. Today. Um, also, the last thing I want to touch on is where we are right now because this is a unique space. Yes. And I want to keep everything transparent. I am in the attempts of starting a podcast studio in Charleston because there is not one, to my knowledge, that is dedicated to this specific industry of podcasting. There's like radio, yeah. um, what would you call that? Radio show? Like a radio, yeah, but what? I guess a radio show studio yeah. where you can go in and technically like use their sound rooms, but like it's not dead, it's not for podcasts. So that is this space. So to be transparent, this was a risk financially to get a space mm -hmm. <clears throat> to try to have somewhere for us to do this. And like, maybe I'll put a picture up here as well of what this looks like right now with the lights and the microphone. And yeah. what we'll talk about maybe on the next episode is like the process of doing this because we want it to be open. well done. Well done and open. Yeah. And we want it to be transparent. Like I want people to know that this is the route that we took. It's not the only route. I just want people to know that it's like fully possible. It's fully possible. You know, hundred percent. All right. You want to end it? Thank you for listening. Yeah. To us if you made it ramble. this far. Yeah. If you made it this far, holy I shit. love you. So thank My, you. we could be just talking to our moms right now. 17 people. Yeah. <laughs> 17. We're growing. going up again. We are growing. We are growing. All 20 of you listening. Thank you. We love you, and we will be back soon to talk more about watches because we're normalizing that and maybe some business stuff, and we're going to show you how to start a podcast. And here is our unofficial outro logo. music and logo. Oh, we have to get music. We haven't even picked a song yet, okay. but I'm gonna, we're going to put one right here that we found probably in the next 10 minutes after we stop recording, so I'm going to go through. Love this. And we're going to put it here. Yes. Starting now. Boom. Mic drop.